trying everything. I've gone to nearest God, players, girl, players, multiplayer, gangbangs, you name it. You know, I even fucked Tundra, the polar bear character. I fucked the polar bear. Nerd is the new bully, and he hosts Leroy with my co-host. This is Eli. No funny nicknames this time? The, the Barbarian? Okay. Damn it. <laughs> I, I gave it on you, and I didn't say anything. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, shit. We'll move past that. We're already fucking up. Uh, so, yeah, there's a brand new episode. We got a whole bunch of times we're going to run through. E3 hits, so we're going to take a little bit more time than normal on the video game section talk to that. I'm excited for it. I know Eli don't give a shit, but I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> But before we get into all that, we do and we do want to talk about another celebrity death that passed. And yes, Eli, it actually is official this time. Is it official? It's official this time. Oh, I now, actually I'm happened now I right am saying. Right before we just started recording. So uh, that is Bushwick Bill, a uh, member of the rap group named The Ghetto Boys. Some of you may have heard him. Some of you may have heard of him. I'm pretty sure it's one, at least one song you've heard of. Uh, if they've seen Office Space, then they've heard this song. I've never seen Office Space. Oh really? Damn, yeah. it feels good to be a gangster. I, I heard it was a good movie, but I'll go it's, back. It's, it's fine. Okay, <laughs> you keep saying it's like a classic, like that. And the guy from like Beavis and Butthead made that movie or something. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay, All right. back to Bushwick Bill. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. the reason there was so much confusion going on today because on Instagram, uh, Scarface, which is also a member of the Ghetto Boys, posted like eleven o'clock in the morning saying "Rest in peace, Bushwick Bill." Then somebody else came out saying, "No, he's not dead yet. You know, he's still hanging on." But then around like ten o'clock or so, like that, then they officially made a statement. Like the same publicist said, it came out that he passed. So yeah, like I said, Bushwick Bill, uh, part of Ghetto Boys. Ghetto Boys is a classic group. A lot of you probably never heard of Ghetto Boys because they never reached the uh, the height of other rap groups, mainly because they're from the South, so they didn't have you know. They came around a time when New York pretty much ruled uh, hip hop, and well, L.A. too. I mean, as N.W.A. was well, that's know, that's what I was getting to. That's what I'm getting to. Like it was New York first, and then it kind of migrated to the West Coast. Yeah. But the Ghetto Boys were from Texas. They were in the South, so they kind of like mm-hmm. lived in Houston, Texas. They kind of were in their own bubble, where they didn't get the notoriety. Other groups did, and then on top of that, uh, the Ghetto Boys didn't have a radio sound, and that was the point of them. Because, like, like, I grew up, well, I not grew up, I'm still here, <laughs> in the South, listening to rap. And a lot of the rap that we listened to from the South couldn't get played on the radio because it had its own very specific. Back, back then, rap was, like, really regional. Like, New York had its own sound. The L.A. had its own sound, you know, NOW and stuff like that. And the South had its own sound also. So the stuff that was going to play the South then couldn't get on the radio. The first real re- uh, group to break out in the South pretty much was Outcast. Other than that, UGK, A-Bong, JG, 3-6 Mafia, Ghetto Boys, all those guys like that, you probably never heard of them because they had a very specific regional sound that wasn't going to get played in the mainstream. But down here, we ate that shit up. Everything they had, we we loved it. 
ghetto boys drop a new cd or new tape at the time we wear it out till you know till they can't even play anymore but you know that's that's how it was basically it was before their time that's all i want to say oh yeah also responsible for one of the illest album covers of ever <laughs> yes i'm gonna let you talk about the elect because i haven't talked about it too long but i know what you're talking about i'm gonna let you talk about it well there's the that that's a real photo of was it bushwick bill shot actually shot himself in the face yes and he's being wheeled in on a gurney at the hospital and they took a picture of it of his, of him on the gurney with a fucked up face and damn it use it for an album cover why is that not on the banner why is it not on the banner <laughs> It will be. It will be. I will correct that mistake. Thank you, Eli, for that. That yeah. will be fixed. <laughs> and I, I know most people listening to this don't know don't know what the fuck I'm talking about as far as black metal and the band Mayhem for having the most fucked up album cover. But I'll say, hey, Bushwick Bill didn't die when he got shot. <laughs> right. And that's what, honestly, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Bam! I'm glad you brought that up because, honestly, I was like, Bushwick Bill's still alive? That's all the shit he been through? Yeah. I'm like, and like I said, he's a pioneer because a lot of people want to talk about Peter Dinklage and stuff like that. He's also a little person. Yeah. Was doing this stuff like back in the 80s and stuff like that. And honestly, one of his verse on Mind Playing Tricks on Me, one of my favorite verses of all time on team. <laughs> like you think about it, it's like something you play doing Halloween. You're like, oh, wow, that is really messed up. That song yeah. is very weird. That is a song that when you listen to, you're like, oh, man, these guys are crazy. But the older you get and the crazier life getting your mind and your perspective change, you're like, that's all makes complete sense. Oh yeah, and it's just like they led to like what would they would become horrorcore and you know like the what the juggalos do now and necro and well the grave diggers were you know they had that dark kind of horror element to some right. of their but songs. The thing was they weren't over exaggerating; they were like realistic, but it was so realistic stuff they were talking about. It sounded haunting, you know. Yeah. Which Bill horror. was calling himself Chucky and shit. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got plenty of pictures where he's next to a Chucky doll and stuff, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think we talked about it long enough. But, yeah, uh, we're definitely going to play a Ghetto Boy song at the end. I probably know which one I'm going to uh, leave out with, but we'll see. Size ain't shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Which is funny because he says size ain't shit. But then he also says as long as you got a big dick, which kind of <laughs> contradicts what he's trying to say. <laughs> I don't want to read too much into that. <laughs> I'll just go with you on that one. Uh, yeah, so rest in peace, Bushwick Bill. Also, something else that uh, messed up that happened like right before we started recording. Uh, I want to make sure that David Ortiz, you know, we wish him well. Apparently, he was shot in a Dominican Republic or Dominican Republic nightclub tonight. Got shot in the David league. Ortiz, the, the, the ball player? Yes, Big Poppy. Oh, no shit. Yeah, you got I shot tonight. So, yeah, uh, what's up with people getting shot? Dude, I was just at Taco Bell like an hour ago, and someone across the street got shot. Was it anybody famous? I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't. <laughs> 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 well, who's famous from here now? Maybe uh, besides Prince, you know. <laughs> atmosphere? Uh, who, who was there? <laughs> like, who's who's famous from here now? What's that one? The, the well, albino. You know what? The crazy shit happened at, ta- at any Taco Bell, though. It's always like, at a Taco Bell, such and such, such and such happy. Like, yeah, what the fuck man. What's that albino? I'm I'm from here, and I I can't remember my own rappers' names. <laughs> the albino Muslim. What's his name? <laughs> I, I, you know, sage, I don't know something sage. What is that? His name? Sage. I fucking forget. Uh, I don't know. He's from here, and I guess he's huge in, in hip hop. <laughs> Hopefully, he didn't get shot. So. <laughs> No, I don't think it's him. Well, at the same time, you you shot Big Poppy in the Dominican Republic in the leg. 
you're not making it out of there. So rest in peace, whoever that guy was, because he's not making it out. I'm doing that ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, let me say, can we move on to the podcast? We got so much stuff we got to run through. Yeah, man. Let's All right, it. let's actually get into it. Let's get down to business. Let's get into it. Honestly, the reason we took so long to record because I was listening to some Ghetto Boys before we got started. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah let's talk about the box office numbers we're gonna jump into it eli give it to me what is the number one movie of the week i don't know did x-men do it no oh okay <laughs> wah, they couldn't wah. do it huh? they couldn't, they do, couldn't it. do it well, the, yeah. out the gate the first week they yeah. couldn't get number one i think it's the first time an x-men movie couldn't do it i think it's the first Just, time a superhero movie couldn't do it this decade like just ain't the 90s no more. This it? ain't the 90s anymore. This is, oh man, it's rough. Anyway, the number one movie this week is uh, The Secret Life of Pets 2. <laughs> X-Men shit. couldn't beat that. Wow. Damn. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, number two is Dark Phoenix, of course. Oh, well, yeah. okay, good job. Not good. <laughs> number uh, 33 million in its first weekend. That's That's not good. That's sad, yeah. That's really sad. That's, uh, number three, we have Aladdin. Number four, we have Godzilla, King of the Monsters. We have number five, Rocket Man. Uh, number six, Man, Ma, yeah. which you also saw. I saw Ra Ma. Yes, okay, I we're, did. We're going to talk about that one also. Number seven, John Wick, Chapter Three, Parabellum. Damn. Uh, number eight, Avengers Endgame. Uh, we'll come back to that one in a second. Number nine, <sighs> Pokemon Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I'm getting better at it, okay. <laughs> and number ten, books more. I keep hearing stuff. I hear. I basically hear it's the the female super bad. Yeah, I want to see it. I'll it's, see it's it. Who? Somebody famous made it. I think. Was it? Uh, was it Olivia Wilde? I think so. Her direct, directorial debut. Yeah, I think so. So good on her for making that. Yeah. Uh, let's look at Avengers Endgame. I'm, I'm hearing this close. I'm hearing this knocking on the door. Um. Oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna call myself. Yeah, I'm Leroy, the one who knocks. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Attaway Adams. He called me that on on the YouTube channel the other day. I don't even know what that means. I don't watch the show, but oh well. Uh, worldwide, Avengers Endgame is right now 2.7 billion. Oh, shit. Okay. So rap tap tapping on the chamber door. It's right there. Some people don't think it's going to get it. But it's close. Yeah, okay. I've been thinking about seeing it one more time in the theater just because... Just uh, you know, just just you know that. Just to say, fuck you, Avatar. Yeah, well, that and it's like the last time I saw it. Even though I was like, damn, this movie is kind of long, but still, that ending battle is that's the big payoff, and yeah. to see that on the big screen again would be worth it, I guess. You know. And I think what happened was I think you watched them back to back too close together. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah. that they kind of spread apart, you may you know get a new not a new sensation, but you know. It, a little, a little bit fresh in your eyes when you watch it again. But yeah, Avatar right now is at two point seven eight eight billion, and Avengers Endgame is at two point seven three billion. So maybe next week, maybe two weeks from now. I don't. Know, it, I, I was gonna see it in IMAX, but I can't even find an IMAX that even playing it anymore. Oh really? I mean, those IMAX they kind of rotate them out like pretty quickly anyway. So yeah, so I really want to <laughs> watch it again. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, Eli, let's let's go ahead because you you saw some movies. I did see some movies. You saw X Men. Nobody else saw X Men. <laughs> I saw Dark Phoenix you, in you, IMAX. In IMAX, <laughs> you saw Dark Phoenix in IMAX. So fuck it. Spoilers. Just go with it. Just tell us. At this point, does anybody really care? Yeah. I mean, well, okay. And y'all know I ain't the biggest X Men fan. 
you know, I could give two fucks about the X-Men. Right. We, we um, were almost this close to putting it in the band topics. Yeah. Um, but hey, I thought this was okay. I don't think it's a – everyone's talking like it's the worst, shittiest movie ever. No, I don't think so. I might have. I might actually like it more than Apocalypse. Now I that I think much. about it, you know, um, maybe because it was short. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this shit over with. This movie is not long, so that was cool. Um, but you know, action-wise, there's some cool shit. It looks cool. Like, I think the main thing is there's nothing to give a shit about in this movie, and maybe that's just me. Like, there's nothing. There's no emotional attachment in this movie. Like, this movie just goes through the motions. You know, it's got the cool effects, cool action. All the actors are fine. I love fucking Fassbender and McAvoy as Magneto and fucking Professor X. I love them, too. You know, uh, you know everything's there. It's, it's fine. It's just there's no, like, dramatic weight to anything. There does, there's nothing... There's no attachment to it, you know, and I and I, I don't want to compare it to like Endgame or, or what Marvel does. They but what they've done so well, which was so minimally. This they this was the minimalist approach that Marvel did before they added on all the fucking money and effects. Was they made you give a shit about the characters? Right. You know what I'm saying? This does not do that at all. It just sort of goes through the motions. It's like it's like somebody's reading you the synopsis of a movie. You know what I mean? So it's got me, that. So let me ask you this. Who do you blame for that? You know what? I was thinking about that. This is, si- <laughs> this is Simon Kinberg. Kinberg, is that his name? Simon Kinberg? Uh-huh. This is his directorial debut. Which I think is bullshit, but I'll, I'll, he, I'll go with you on that. Okay. He's been producing and writing for a long time. This is his first feature length. I think he's directed like a Twilight Zone and maybe a TV something yeah, somewhere, like but his this is his first feature length film directorial debut, and I wonder how this would have been if Matthew Vaughn directed it. Right, and here's my thing: like I said, I haven't seen Apocalypse yet, but I really think Apocalypse. Him... Yeah, Apocalypse. Dark Phoenix. About... Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Dark Phoenix. I'm getting my X Men movies mixed up. Okay, so I haven't seen Dark Phoenix yet. I'm gonna get around to it eventually, but I'm not like you know rushing out to see anything like that. But I really think that Kimberg probably had a hand in directing Apocalypse also, because everybody says you know Brian Singer is a piece of shit as a human, <laughs> but as, as a director, he's pretty awesome. And there's no way you can make me believe that Brian Singer made a piece of shit movie like that. That seemed like yeah. something an amateur would do, and I'd almost guarantee you that Kimberg probably had a hand in that too, or some shitty amateur director had a hand in making Apocalypse. That didn't, there's no way Brian Cena would make a movie like that. Yeah, because it's just bland. It just goes through the somebody telling you the plot, like somebody's reading you like the Wikipedia entry right. of the synopsis of the plot. So yeah, the X-Men go to space, Jean Grey gets the fucking power, she turns shitty, the X-Men have to fight her, the end. That's basically... And that's about how as interesting this movie was with someone, you know what I'm saying? The equivalent of somebody just telling you about it. You know what I mean? Like there was, there, and there was like, there were some scenes where I'm like, you know what? They should explore this more. You know, like 
like when they went into space, like right off the bat, they're in space in the first five minutes. Yeah. You know, and they even talk about we've never been to space before. I'm kind of nervous. Blah, 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 blah. We're just kids. What, what, what are you doing in space? You know, and that, that's like that. You could explore that. There's some drama to be had there, but they don't. They're like, fuck it. Let's go to space and get the shit over with. Right. You know, then they come back like, OK, uh, you know, there's this thing between. You know, a mystique and Professor X were like, hey, you're using these kids to further your agenda. Like, wow, that's, you know, your exploitation child labor laws or whatever. Right. <laughs> you're like, we hey. joked about on the show before, but it's glad yeah. somebody else pointed that out. Yeah. And like, OK, that that again, that that sounds interesting. Let's explore that. Nope. Let's keep moving. <laughs> like even <laughs> even the easiest thing, which would be like the love story between Cyclops and Jean Grey. Right. You know, You'd figure they'd go there because that's pretty easy, right? Teen love, all that shit. But no, they like, hey, I like you. I like you too. Let's move on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> And that's basically what it keeps doing. There's this really cool scene that got fucked up where Jean Grey goes to – finds Magneto and his little – you know, his Genosha. fucking his, – Yeah, his – no, they're not – it's not Genosha. It's some, some little private island and some – Okay, because I heard somebody say their private island was called Genosha. You know, cause, cause they oh, was it? I, didn't, I don't, I didn't I don't think, know. I don't know. They, you know I mean it looks like – movies do sh- bullshit like that. Yeah, it looked like it was upstate New York somewhere. So I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But um, but yeah, she shows up and, and is basically asking Magneto like, hey – like how I how do you not you're you got all these powers how do you not be an asshole basically like how do you keep the darkness you know subsided how do you you know you know not be a dick basically right oh you know? and I was like wow again that's some drama that we could <laughs> explore <laughs> and like nope the army shows up with helicopters and like yeah who gives a fuck you know and that's basically what the movie kept doing like. Every time, like you were interested in something, and you wish the movie would explore that, mm-hmm. it would just like, no, no, we we're got we're we're done in a half hour. Let's get this shit over with, you know. Okay. Um, and then the act that the last scene, the, the 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 big climactic battle on a train, was cool. That was some cool superhero action shit where the everyone got down. They're all fighting and shit. All the X Men's had their fucking Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler like goes off that was probably my favorite part like and again <laughs> like you think well you know because nightcrawler basically says fuck this shit and starts kicking ass like kicking mad ass it's like like when anakin and the in the in the sand people in episode two like he finally loses it wait what you know nightcrawler? yeah nightcrawler like loses it you know the born again christian yeah and that's what i'm saying i'm like wow they could establish this his story arc throughout the movie and like like okay now he's reached a point of fuck it i'm i'm I'm, you know it's it's i'm in the red i'm boiling over it's time to go off but no just out of the blue he just oh nightcrawler's mad so now he's kicking ass you don't you don't you're not with them there's hardly any nightcrawler throughout the whole movie until that point you know again they didn't establish these story arcs this dramatic thread any any character development nothing not there was none of that Eli, to make you, you're saying it's not a dumpster fire, but the way you're explaining <laughs> it makes it sound like a dumpster fire. But it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> Him kicking ass looked cool. Like, okay. wow, this is cool. Like, he's kicking ass. I wish I, I wish I really felt why he's so mad, you know, make me see why he was so mad and so it's, angry. Nightcrawler, it's you know? like a betrayal of the character. It's, it's worse I, than Batman killing. I, I know. It's like, 
Yeah, and I know. I was like, yeah, what made this, you know, this little goody two shoes Christian always going to church every, you know, all of a sudden want to go off, you know? It's kind of like a, a core aspect of the character. Like, he looks like a demon, but he's a man of God. You know, yeah. that's the whole thing. So. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, you, like I said, the movie had a chance to explore all these ideas, which is what I thought X Men did, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought that that was the core of their. Of the nature of the, the this their whole legacy and their mythology was you know bringing these parallel connections to race and class and all that and this movie just nope let's just t- tell this story you know this epic tale that right. one of the most popular comic stories of all time let's get through it we got 90 minutes to do so <laughs> which is probably one of my favorite story arcs of all time and they just fuck it over which honestly why i'm not really too excited to watch this movie yeah it looks the same cool, guy like that wrote this like simon kimberg wrote this movie he wrote also and directed wrote the last stand okay and wasn't that supposed to like start the feet then then they introduce or what the fuck happened was it dark phoenix in that yes okay because it's been so long that's juggernaut bitch right right that one but he stole it from an internet meme like oh man you guys are terrible yeah they just redid it again like oh man yeah really it said written and directed by simon kinberg right at the end oh wow he's proud of that shit too yeah i mean just like i said it's just it looks cool everything's there it just goes through the motions i That's think about he's it. the reason marvel can't jump into more x-men movies like immediately because they're waiting yeah. for his contract to expire yeah, I think, and I think, yeah, just give him a breather, you know, and, you know, whatever. But other than that, I mean, I mean, it was fine. Like, I'm like, it wasn't totally shitty. I mean, there was some entertainment entertaining sequences, and, you know, I just wished I was more invested. You know, that's all. I mean, but Eli, I didn't see like anybody's invested. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people that made the movies. <laughs> So, like I said, by next week we'll have forgotten this movie ever existed. It, it doesn't <laughs> even really matter. This is this is when you're ten minutes left to clock out of work and you clock out, and that's it. This is your two weeks' notice. Nobody yeah, cares. And, and that's the thing; it's unfair to, to you know to just compare everything to the MCU because they've just you know we, we've been spoiled. We we expect these great superhero movies, and when one comes along, especially something of you know of a beloved franchise and a beloved story arc like this one mm-hmm. you i think i think the expectations are justified you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know kind of you know yeah it's it's unfair that they're they're ending their contract the fox doesn't own these characters anymore i can see hey, people saying i don't give a fuck and blah 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 blah, blah and comparing it to marvel like hey this is a big this is a big deal it's one right. of the biggest comic books of all time one of, one of their biggest story arcs of all time You'd figure that they would have gave a fuck a little I mean, bit. Like I said, like people complain about DC Universe underperforming. X Men underperform. Like they've yeah. been killing it right now. They could and they had X Men and the Fantastic Four. They could have did some big shit with that. Franklin Richards, the son of uh, whatever the folks, he's a mutant. There's a mm-hmm. lot of shit you could have did with that. They have Galactus, Silver Surfer. There's so much shit they could have did. They could have been bigger than the MCU. Mm-hmm. If they put all that bullshit together, and he had yeah. double, but you know whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I still think, yeah, I still think for me, first class is my favorite. Yeah, X-Men I mean, they, they've had some good ones. I'm not gonna lie; they there has been some good X Men movies. My favorite is Days of Future Past. I think Days of Future Past. That was good too. I yeah, like that. I think one. it's by far their best one they've made. 
Uh, of course, there's solo movies even better. Logan, you know, the Deadpool movies. Oh, yeah. Movies, oh, yeah. Are we going to count those? I forgot about those. Well, you got to count those. You got to count those. I, well, damn. I got to rethink my whole thing. Right. So there has been some good <laughs> And you got to think about, like, those movies they've made. Those are movies that Marvel can't make. Yeah. You know, they can't make Logan or Deadpool and things like that. But I just think the overall potential of what it could have been is wasted. Dark Phoenix? This what you do with Dark Phoenix? Like yeah. I, like you got Infinity Gauntlet and you got Dark Phoenix. I personally I thought Dark Phoenix was a better comic book arc than Infinity Gauntlet. But you got Infinity Gauntlet and Endgame making billions and billions and billions of dollars and it's just eh, nobody cares. Yeah. Well, because they took the time. They took the time to make you give a shit. Right. And it that's took the same with Dark th- Phoenix. You just can't just throw it in a, in a movie. Yeah, it, you know, it took them 10 years and 20-something movies, but, you know, we gave a fuck, you know, right. when Iron Man, of all fucking people, die. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. oh, man, I don't know. Uh, so, just slap a rating on it. What, what do you give it? Uh, three out of five. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's not great, you know, but if you're expecting great, I'd, I... I understand if you're expecting now, it. Now, let me let me just rephrase that because, like I said, you gave it a 3 out of 5. Now, 3 out of 5, that's a 60%. On Rotten Tomatoes, technically, that is a passing grade. So you would give it a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes? A fresh rating? Yeah. Um, sure, fuck it. <laughs> I'll troll them shits. Yeah, go see it shit, 98%. <laughs> okay, and you got one more movie. I may or may not be interested oh, in it. Oh, ma, dude, I don't want to spoil this. You should see it. Um, okay. Well, okay, I don't want. Well, no, just, just give a rating, man. I, it's a four out of five for me. I wish. I wish. I I'm a horror guy, so I wish they push it a little more. And that's my only. That's my only critique. I wish they went for it. You know what I mean? They push the envelope a little more as far as gore and violence and shit, and and make her more psychotic. That's my only complaint. But from what I saw, it was fucking great. I mean, I I was the only one in the theater laughing my ass off. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Octavia Spencer, holy shit. Seeing her act all fucking Looney Tunes like this, yeah, it was creepy. And, you know, and, and they, she was fucking all with all these spoiled, you know, high school kids. I was, thought it was funny. <laughs> I said, that's what you get. <laughs> okay. Recommendation from Eli. So go see Ma first, then go see Dark Phoenix, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, moving past that, now we can actually talk about something else. We can talk about uh, let's talk about DC one more time because DC is always fucking up. Uh, yeah. Apparently, their boss, who is their boss now? Toby it ain't Jeff Jones. No, he need to be so they can stop fucking <laughs> up. But no, not that guy. Toby Emmerich, I think he's the the really? independent skate guy. No shit, really? Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's like running DC right now, or Warner Brothers or something. He's up there. Okay. And he talked about what he's doing now, and basically the same thing he talked about before, because we've already talked about this, like, damn near every other episode. But for some reason, it's making news now that they're moving away from the, you know, from the teams and the crossover movies, and they're just doing, going to do just standalone movies. That's mm-hmm. it, the same way they did. Aquaman, so did Wonder Woman, the other movies coming out. Standalone movies, just crank those out and be done with it, and that's it, you know. People still upset. Why don't you give me Man Steel Two? Release the Snyder Cut and all this bullshit like that. Guess what, fanboys? You're the reason they're doing this. You caused all this shit. You didn't go see Man of Steel. You didn't go see Batman v Superman like you wanted to. You didn't go see Justice League. So basically, you told them that okay, we're spending too much money on these movies. 
So we're just going to just dial it back some. So, yes, did Shazam make a whole lot of money? No, it didn't. But guess what? They didn't spend a lot of money either. Same way with Birds of Prey coming out. They didn't spend a lot of money on that. Same way with Joker. That shit looked cheap as fuck. But guess <laughs> yeah, what? All the movies going to make money. That <laughs> Melissa McCarthy movie, they didn't spend money on that shit. Oh, yeah. That looks cool. Everybody yeah. keeps forgetting about that. But, yeah, that's gonna be, that money's <laughs> going to go right in DC's pocket. So that's what they're doing. What they're doing is they're dialing back on their budget. They're not doing Aquaman was like the last of those type movies. Aquaman was the end of an era. Yeah. You know, maybe Wonder Woman would be some kind of big fiesta extravaganza or something like that. Or maybe it'd be dialed back just like the rest of them are also. We don't know. But for the rest, most of the part, yeah, they've dialed back on these movies. They're not going to do, there will be not be a Justice League 2 for the foreseeable future. If there is, we probably won't be alive to see it. You know, uh, who knows when we get a Superman movie? They got Batman. They're probably just going to crank out just nothing but Batman movie because Batman movie's going to be cheap. He has no powers. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Man, boys, but that's how it is. So that's yeah. my thing about that. Um, also, I want I want you fanboys to stop doing one thing. Stop fan casting because you suck at it. And stop <laughs> spreading rumors around that you know are completely fake. First off, they're saying who might be the Joker in the in the new Batman movie. You know who they're saying? Who's this now? Macaulay Culkin. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all people, Macaulay Culkin. And they keep spreading this shit. They oh, I think he can make it. Like, no, Macaulay Culkin. Like, first off, Macaulay Culkin is not even acting anymore. So, of course, that rumor is going to be completely fake. Uh, he's like a YouTuber now. Is he? Yeah, he's like on YouTube. He's on Red Letter Media. He was reviewing The Warriors the other day. Oh, really? It was actually a pretty good review. I was like, damn, he's actually pretty good at this. No shit. Yeah, he's like, yeah. coming from my I time. I love The Warriors. I, I love the, the Warriors. The Warriors are awesome-ass movie. Anybody yeah. who hasn't seen The Warriors, well, go see favorites. Warriors. Yeah, commentary. We should do a commentary. We should do a commentary on Warriors. <laughs> War. How much do you know about the, like, do you know, like, the novel and the book and stuff like that? Or? I never read the novel. Okay, I never read the novel either, but the movie, I know the movie back and forth, like, Warriors, oh, yeah. come out and play. I got, the I, warrior, I, I got my Warriors towel on my wall. <laughs> my brother picked it up when he went to New York last year. Can him. you dig it? <laughs> yeah, hell so yeah. So many awesome moments in, the, in that movie, so. Yeah, but he reviewed that whole thing, and I was like, he broke the movie down. I was like, he knows his shit, you know. But oh, no, shit. they want to be the joke. So I actually posted a uh, link to his review like in, in the group so you can check it out. Uh what else are we talking about? Oh, another bullshit fan cast that we need to stop talking about. The Rock. Okay. Yeah. Now, The Rock is gonna play Black Black Adam. He already has his uh director, stuff like that. They're gonna start shooting early next year. That's that's in camp. We know that's going on. But there's rumors about he's gonna be in a Marvel movie, which he even said himself he he wants to have a sit down with Kevin Feige to work out some details. You know, iron out some stuff like that. And now they're saying he's going to be the thing. Really? In a Fantastic Four movie. I'm like, well, the big thing about the thing is that he's Jewish. <laughs> so you really can't just, and it's like a big thing. It's not just like something you can just side swipe and just move along because like the thing is based on like a Jewish, like rock monster or clay monster like that called the Gollum. So yeah. like his whole thing is that he's Jewish. So you just can't have The Rock either pretending to be Jewish or just ignore that shit altogether. No, you need to get a dude that looks Jewish, like pass for Jewish, and have him in there. I know Michael Chiklis didn't pass for that, but that needs to be a big aspect of the character. What's his name? Uh, uh, ah, shit, what's his name again? Fucking Superbad. That kid from Superbad. Like Jonah name. Hill. 
Jonah Hill. I don't see Jonah Hill playing Ben Grimm, but he could probably fit it better than The Rock. Hey, just, it'll be CGI. <laughs> it'll all be CGI anyway. <laughs> oh, just painted orange. <laughs> yeah, he'll be painted orange. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what they do with the Fantastic Four movie. Uh, sticking with DC, what else we talk about? Let's talk about one more thing about DC, and this is actually a big thing. Swamp Thing. The Swamp Thing, yes. Swamp Thing. So, let me ask you this, Eli. Did you see the last episode? I did. Okay. Well, what do you think? I liked it. Yeah, pretty good episode. You actually got to yeah. see Swamp Thing in this. Yeah. Uh, he showed off some Swamp Thing powers. I'm like, okay, they're, they're jumping right into it. They're getting into it. It seems like they I thought they were going to go with the Lin Wing thing where he's just like completely sci-fi. But they're throwing uh-huh. some supernatural Alan Moore shit in there. So, like they're combining both of them. So, it seemed like pretty good. So, yeah. So, the show has been getting great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Great reviews from... Uh, you know, from fans. So DC, after the last episode, decided to cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get, y'all. Because it's the DC way. Psych. (laughs) Right, it's the DC way. This show is too good. No. Yeah. This is is above our standards. We finally got a winner. Right. (laughs) Great. Let's fuck it all up. (laughs) What's that guy on... uh... The Simpsons, that one guy, that, that car salesman. Yeah. Oh, no, I was right there, man. I was in the zone. <laughs> well, oh, let, let's shit. talk about this for a second because there's a lot of stuff. And there's actually some interesting stuff that's going on because now we're about to turn it to the financial report. We give you your financial news. Oh, you're going to break it down. Huh? I'm going to break it down for you because I've been on Twitter. Breaking mad, stuff. mad money. Leroy's <laughs> mad, mad money. Exactly. Whatever that guy's name is. Kramer? What is his name? Something Kramer? I, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> Okay, so basically the reason now, Eli, we heard and we actually heard rumors about this months ago that uh, Swamp yeah, Thing we did, canceled. yeah, we did, but we didn't say that because unlike other news sources, we don't report rumors. We wait yeah. till we actually get sources and things like that. So we've been hearing it better, but we didn't say anything about it. We wanted to see how it played out, but we had already heard things that uh, Virginia Madison put on her Instagram, basically saying that she was upset that the show was canceled. This was like months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, we heard reports that the show was supposed to be in like 13 episodes, but the executives came in and told them to rewrite the epi- rewrite the 10th episode because the 10th episode is going to be your last episode. So those yeah. other three shows, forget those shows. And on top of that, they even uh, had reports that they destroyed the sets. Like you only destroy the sets when you know there's not going to be a, a season two and that's that's it. You know, so we heard all those things. So obviously we know, OK, this is going to be the last season. And we heard this before the show even released. So people are saying that. Oh, DC is doing this after the first episode. No, it's actually been a thing. Now, it would have been smart for them to announce this maybe like after the last episode. That would have been smarter or better. I don't know. Or at the end, yeah. At yeah, the end, at you the know, end, yeah. as far as damage control thing. Because now everybody is pissed off at, you know, DC for this. However, and here's where the financial report comes in. <laughs> because people are saying that. Now, DC came out saying that the reason they canceled it because of creative differences. You know, apparently a hit show that's loved by critics and fans is not the creative direction they want to go. <laughs> According to what they're saying, you know. <laughs> but somebody on Twitter, and I forgot the guy's name, he's actually from North Carolina because the show was filmed in North Carolina. And basically what he's saying is that uh, the state of North Carolina, because, you know, they got all these tax rebates and stuff like that. You know, anytime you film in like a location, like that's why Marvel shoots in Georgia, because Atlanta gets all these great tax breaks when they uh, film there. So they're saying North. This guy on Twitter is saying North Carolina was supposed to give 
uh, DC 40 million to shoot in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, the show itself cost 80 million, but they said they get 40 million. It would kind of like eat the cost, you know, to make the show affordable for DC. But yeah. when it's all boiled down to it, they said maybe some paperwork's got messed up. Somebody didn't cross their T's or dot their I's like supposed to. So instead of getting 40 million, they got 14 million. So yeah. since they got 14 million, that makes the Swamp Thing show way more expensive than what they intended to to begin with. Which is why they cut down the episodes, which is why they canceled the show, because the show is becoming too cost effective. Some people are saying also the streaming service of DC isn't doesn't have enough subscribers yet, also. So yeah. it doesn't and it's not why do they awesome. tell us that now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid motherfuckers. We're, we're early adopters. We're you know, we're dupes to begin with. So well, at least I yeah. am. <laughs> well, I and this is the show that made like I said, I subscribed last week. But you're not the only one. You're not the only yeah. one. I mean, your, your story, I'm hearing that all over social media. People were saying that they were waiting for Swamp Thing to come out so they can, you know, start their free trial or to go ahead and yeah. subscribe, you know, and binge watch all the show. But they really joined in for Swamp Thing, you yeah. know. And then they hear all this bullshit. They're like, well, fuck it. I might as well just cancel it. Some people don't even want to finish this, the season because the thing is, Swamp Thing is going to play out the, the season. You are going to get the 10 episodes. They're not just yeah. stopping it from episode one and that's it, you know. They're going to let it play out, but some people are like, well, fuck it, if I know it's not going to be a, uh, episode two, and I know they rushed the 10th season, why even bother watching it? Why even bother getting invested with this? Yeah. You know, just cut it off and just, you know, cut your losses. Kind of, so, kind of, basically kind of how I felt watching episode two. I'm like, wow, they're taking time with this shit. Because right. maybe they want to build the mythology and build this show for a while. Oh, but then I'm like, thing I'm talking they're not going to do that now. <laughs> yeah, and that's the crazy thing about it because there are so many Easter eggs in episode two. Yeah. I'm trying to think on top of my head. Oh, shit. Blue Devil. Blue Devil is in there. Yeah. Okay. It's another, uh, Madam Xanadu is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're throwing in a lot of Justice League dark characters in the show. You know, they're building around the mythology of Swamp Thing because that's what they did in the 80s with Swamp Thing. When Alan Moore switched them to Supernatural, he kind of like reintroduced all the Supernatural people like Spectre and Etrick and the Demon and, you know, all these other folks like that. He reintroduced them through Swamp Thing. And it feels like the show is kind of doing that also since it's taking that Supernatural element. So the show is building on that. Well, like I said, it's going to get canceled in a couple episodes anyway. So what what difference does it make? Uh Uh-huh. You know, oh, another yeah. thing, that Blue Devil guy, he, wasn't he from 90210? Oh, yeah, that was, what's his face, Sharknado. Yeah, and that guy looks the exact same. Yeah, he's... Everybody else in this show look old as fuck. He looks the exact same. Yeah, him and Robert Ro- Robert Patterson, fucking eating baby livers and shit. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Damn Daywalker. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my thing about that. So, yeah, uh, it's a good show, but here's the thing. Now, even though all that financial bullshit I just said, North Carolina actually came out with an official statement. They said, and like I said, we're getting all his he say, she say. All One me. Yeah. One right. Me. They said they never promised them $40 million. They said they promised them from the beginning $14 million, which is exactly what they gave them. They said the program they have, you know, to cut taxes, you know, to do film and stuff like that, because it wasn't just them. Somebody else got it also. They said the program itself only allows $30 million per year anyway. So where DC got this forty million from, they're pulling them numbers out their ass, or or something like it didn't include the pilot or something, right? Or one of the yeah something yeah some fucked up yeah. Like the pilot got way more money than the other episodes did, but and yeah. like everybody's saying that, so somebody's lying, somebody's full of shit, 
Mm-hmm. Who knows? And we don't know. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say DC because they already came yeah. out with that creative differences bullshit. Well, they're and and and. And to announce it after the first fucking episode is stupid. That's another fuck up. Right. <laughs> like, even if you did fuck up, cover your fuck up. <laughs> yeah. They could have fucking saved it till the end or not announced it or went and looked for another location or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? You fucked up your fuck up. Yeah. You you know, don't tell the people that just subscribed and only for this fucking show. Right. Or keep advertising. I keep that shit keeps popping up on my feed. Yeah, like, why is you it know? keep advertising when you already canceled it? Yes. Check out Swamp Thing, season one, streaming now on <laughs> DCU and, like, just look at the comments. That initial live. Like, yeah, why should I subscribe when you already canceled it, you dumb fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's how show do ass on the comments. Every time I see his show is up on my fat, uh, feed, I go right to the comments because I know it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's the dumbest shit, man. Like, uh-huh. ah, you know, they fi- again. They finally had something cool. <laughs> I'm rooting. For, I'm really rooting for DC, Eli. I really am. But it's like I was so too. I wanted to watch this shit. I was like, like I said, this got me to finally fucking subscribe. Right. Because everybody shits on DC Universe app, and I love the app itself. It's a it's a great app because, like and, I said, the comics alone sells it for me. And they and put out some quality content with Doom Patrol and Titans and Young Justice. So there's some quality content on there. Swamp Thing, you know. But yeah, and this is it, it ain't like this is HBO or like a regular TV network or whatever. This is right. an app. You have to subscribe to this app for their exclusive content. But, but here's no. where they also fuck up. Yeah. The app isn't available everywhere. No, it's not on my PlayStation, which it's pissed me off. It's not on the PlayStation. It yeah. just became available for the Xbox like about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I had to get on the fucking Fire Stick, which isn't connect. I don't have a fucking, you know, my uh, Ethernet going into my fucking Fire Stick. Right. So sometimes the streaming fucks up and buffers and shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then on, not on, on top of that, DC Universe app isn't available outside the U.S., Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the people too. around the world, we talking about all these shows, Swamp Thing. They have seen. They've never seen it. They don't know. And people keep wondering, like, okay, how did Titans get on Netflix? You know, overseas because DC sold the distribution rights to Titans to you know Netflix overseas. So they actually made more money on Titans with Netflix than they did with DC Universe already. That's the reason. DC, that's the reason Titans are getting a season two. Yeah. Because it already paid for itself. Because they know when it's done, that you're going to sell it to Netflix. But they're making no money off DC Universe. That's, now, they tried to do the same thing with Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing. Netflix like, nah, we're good. Just give us, us Titans. You know? So that's another reason why Swamp Thing isn't getting a season two. Because they can't sell it to Netflix. It's not going to make any money. And probably Doom Patrol is probably going the same way. It's probably going to get canceled also. And no one realizes that Netflix is like, in debt for like billions of dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where they get no. the money from? Who knows? They're just like in debt. Like they're just pumping all this content out. Yeah, because they're just you buying know? up everything. Yeah, and just putting everything out. And no one watch. Like there's so much shit to watch. I can't. I can't keep up. Like why are they putting well, out so much stuff? Like like calm some of this stuff down. You know, and then they're going after these big names and the Oscar. Like you watching a, a rom com and Keanu Reeves pops up like that. Like, well, how much did that cost? Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. And who's watching it? You know, and <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but I like this. So, yeah, I like this segue. Can, can we move on to the next section? Sure. 
Okay. Now, the next section, I'm going to bleed them together because this actually we're moving into the video game section. And okay. I'm going to lead off with Netflix. Because the reason I'm doing it because they just dropped the newest episode of, well, the newest season of Black Mirror, which is season five. There's three episodes on there. I've only watched one. And that's all I'm going to watch because after the first one, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm done. <laughs> now, the reason it's moving to the video game section because the first episode is about video games. Oh, really? Yeah. and <laughs> Yeah, but it's very weird. Okay, so the who's starring in this episode, who's starring in this episode is Anthony Mackie, you know, the Falcon. Well, okay. Yeah. And also, I can't remember, the, the guy that played Black Manta. Black Manta? In, in Aquaman. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember his name. Something, something. The second that guy. That guy. You know who I'm talking about. You, yeah. Okay. So their guy, and then they, you know, so Anthony Mackie, married, kids, housewife. But you know, the marriage getting kind of boring. You know, he starts having a wandering eye and stuff like that. You know, whatever. Uh, Black Manta. You know, he's a he's a playboy. You know, he's got a different chick every night, stuff like that. So. They, but they love video games. They're always playing video games with each other online, stuff like that. They're playing some Street Fighter ripoff type game called Striking Fighter, stuff like that. They play against each other. Uh, Black Manta always plays as the girl, you know, the Chun-Li ripoff. Other new plays is right, stuff like that. So one day they decide to, you know, they release this new video game system that's virtual reality. You know, it's like you're there playing the game. So at nighttime when they're playing the game, you know, Black Manta pretends to be the Chun-Li character. Other dude pretends to be Ryu, and they fuck okay. in virtual reality. Okay. Yeah, so his wife doesn't know about what he's doing at nighttime every time in a virtual reality world with his best friend. <laughs> now, do they know that they're best friends? Oh, yes, they know. Okay. Yeah, they know the whole time, so they have this like weird-ass relationship uh, that, uh, that's all I'm getting to with that episode because it just gets wilder and wilder and wilder. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> no, fuck? come on, man. No, it's, I'm trying to get this shit out of my head after I said it. <laughs> you, you brought me, you brought me there. Now you no, give me blue balls. I'm thinking about it, now. I'm getting PTSD <laughs> even thinking about this shit. Like, no, that's some shit you just don't do. <laughs> because he's playing video games every night with his buddy, and that's what his wife thinks he's doing. But really, at nighttime, since the virtual reality thing is so situa- uh, situ- like at first they were just fighting each other. They were like, "Oh, this is real. I can feel everything in this." But then you know how Chun Li does like her scissor kicks and like you know, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't just start rolling the ground. And next thing you know, they're fucking. You know, <laughs> why are we fighting, man? Right. <laughs> so then the next night they don't even fight. Just like, round one fight, and then just go right at it. <laughs> they don't even bother fighting. <laughs> So I'm like, they should just make that game, man. I'd buy that game. <laughs> they would be a trillionaire <laughs> if they made that game. <laughs> so now, because of Black Mirror, it is man law violation to pick a female fighting game character <laughs> when you're playing against your buddy. Just don't do it. Oh. Chun Li is banned now. <laughs> so, oh man, wild episode. Oh. Uh, I'm going to move past that. I don't even want to think about that episode anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give it a rating. Give it a rating. Oh, shit. Do I have to give it a rating? Oh, man. It's it's so, it's so it's such a fucked up episode, man. I'm, I'm going to give it a four out of five just because it was created. But it's like really, really fucked up. You don't take something that pure, you know, <laughs> you know, between bros, you know, and pervert it, sexualize it that way, man. You don't do that because now you're gonna be. So, you know, your wife might see that episode. Yeah, I'm gonna stay up night and play Street Fighter with my boy. 
Oh, are you now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, man, that's so fucked up, man. Let's move on past it. Let's move on to the E3, E3 conference. Uh, well, E3 conference going on right now, but nobody showed up except for Xbox. Sony said, fuck y'all. Nintendo is going to show up and show a new Pokemon game or something. Nobody cares. Well, I guess somebody cares. But Xbox showed up and they pulled out all the stops. Xbox was like, we're here. This is our show. So they announced all kind of games coming out. They announced that Xbox Live coming to PC like we talked about. They announced Gears of War 5 coming out. Uh, they finally, oh, Eli, they had the Star Wars game coming out. Oh, yeah, I heard about that shit. Have you seen I it? Saw a little, I saw a little bit of it, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's made oh, yeah. by the dudes that made God of War. Oh, no shit. That's what you're telling me, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw that. I was like, I'm so, I, don't, I, I need it. Put it in my veins right now. Just pump it right <laughs> into me. <laughs> Let me drink this shit, you know. So I'm waiting on this Star Wars game whenever it come out. And they got this new game they announced called Cyberpunk 2077. They've been announcing the game for like five years. Oh, yeah. I, I saw the like preview of that, too. Yeah, it's this open world, whatever, whatever. Uh, but then they announced today that Keanu Reeves is in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they brought Keanu Reeves out, you know, and he had a conversation and telling everybody when the game's coming out. The game's coming out like next year, April, stuff like that. Oh, uh, I'm sold. Like I was on the fence there, but I got, I'll get to play as John Wick. Okay, I'm sold. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be fucking awesome. So I guess this is the year of Keanu Reeves. He's just taking over. I told y'all. I've been telling y'all for years. He's been waiting on a comeback. Like he's he's been here, but like he's like here yeah, man. now. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is the illest. Telling. He really, I mean, if you really think about it, it's like Keanu Reeves, like the last movie star. Hey, you know, he like can John be now. Wick, yeah, John Wick isn't based on anything. People just going to see it because of him. He's putting butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's 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 awesome. It's like, damn. So the movie star still exists. So, uh, what is we gonna talk about? I think that's pretty much it. I guess we can move on to the comic book section. Oh, really? You're done with games already? I guess I am. Okay, cool. Yeah, I thought I was going to be much longer than that, but... I yeah, I was going to go take a shit, but okay. Yeah, I just thought about, like, nothing I want to talk about. <laughs> so, yeah, now we can move on to the actual uh, part where we talk about the comic books. It's a comic book bully podcast. We're talking about comic books. And I guess the first book, we're just going to get this bullshit out the way. Uh, let's talk about War of the Realms, number five. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, five <laughs> of six, so we're, we're, we're almost at home stretch. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so basically how the book starts off is that Daredevil and Thor are flying to the sun. The reason they're flying to the sun is because Asgard was destroyed and was thrown to the sun by some bad guy, whatever like that. But apparently the Yggdrasil, which grows in Asgard, can still grow, so it's growing out of the sun. Oh, really? Yeah, weird shit. So Thor flies into the sun tells daredevil to pin him to the to the tree because if you don't he's gonna try to you know escape i need you to pin me to the Yggdrasil because apparently like legend of norse mythology odin chained himself or pinned himself to Yggdrasil to gain all kind of knowledge well all of his knowledge so mm-hmm. thor wants to do the same shit that you know pin himself to Yggdrasil but he got to pin himself to Yggdrasil in the sun so he's like screaming out of pain he's like daredevil whatever you do even though you you have superhuman hearing do not stop me no matter how hard I scream, you know. So, that's pretty much it. A bunch of other bullshit happened in between, but I'm not going to get into all that. And at the <laughs> end... <laughs> you just should have said, yeah, War of the Worlds, a bunch of bullshit happened. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I'm not going to get all the bullshit happened, but uh, at the end, Malekith 
apparently Odin and Frigga, 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 whatever yeah, name is, Frigga. mom. Yeah. Yeah. So they're still alive. Uh, Malekith is holding them hostage in the Stonehenge, and he's got and he's controlling Venom. Like he can just like Venom. He's not all Venom, but like Venom can shoot at his hands whenever he wants to, you know, and just torture them. And he's like, I want Thor to come here right now, but Thor can't come there because he's in the sun, you know. But he's like, if Thor don't get here and blah, 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 such and such time, I'm going to kill you both. So Jane Foster, because she's the all-mother, she's like, rule of Asgard now, like, she's like, you know what? Even though I know Thor is not here, but there will always be a Thor. In fact, let's bring them all. And then she does some magic whammy, timey-wimey, whammy-bammy bullshit, and then the book ends. But the cover of the next book is like about 20 different Thors beating the shit out of Malekith. So, okay. And it's like every incarnation of Thor ever is supposed to fight Malekith in the next issue. Because I guess Jane Foster imagined them or whatever. I don't know. Now, as far as the bullshit that was in between, that it was actually pretty cool. I'm just not going to get into all that bullshit because it was some shit like, uh, I forgot. <laughs> one pretty cool thing like remember those giant spiders that Ghost Rider brought from hell he was like well I gotta go somewhere else so I'm gonna let somebody else control these spiders and guess who controls the spiders Spider-Man that makes sense it makes sense so Spider-Man <laughs> is controlling the spiders from hell and they're just beating the shit out of people so uh, I'm gonna give it 3.5 out of 5 I'm just ready to get this shit over with alright yeah so uh, are we on Marvel? What are we on Marvel? You read Savage Avengers, right? I did. You can go for it if you want. You, you can. No, it. no, no, no. I don't want to take all the books. What what other Marvel book did I read? Do I have any Marvel? I'm gonna have some more. Oh, I read this Hulk, Last Call. I no guess problem. I'll talk about this. <laughs> sounds so enthusiastic. Yeah, this is the uh, um, basically a one shot getting the classic creators back together you got peter david dale keown um known for their 90s run that everybody loves although i love it yeah although i i stopped reading right as it was getting going i stopped reading marvel right as this shit took off no no that run was like one of my favorite marvel comics ever like yeah i stopped i i i I, yeah i stopped reading the hulk and marvel in general around then um I just, I, I remember when the Hulk got uh, gray. When he, I, I remember, I remember that shit when he, they turned him gray and when they t- first turned him into Mister Fixit, mm-hmm. and then I was like, ah, fuck this, and I stopped. I started reading Spawn and Image and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Hulk. Yeah, I just wasn't into sad sack Bruce Banner Hulk shit. Um, the way that you know, and that's I mean, kind of what started going to therapy and shit. That was like this shit is interesting mm-hmm. as hell. Yeah, I kind of wasn't feeling that. Um, uh, I, I guess I, maybe it's just a, a little kid thing. I mean, uh, Hulk is from like one of my favorites from as a kid, where he's just the monster fighting other monsters. So I you guess don't that... want to see him, you know, on a couch with Doc Samson, ask him how you feel. No, nah, fuck Doc Samson. I always hated that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this one kind of bummed me out. Actually, it's kind of a bummer to read. You know. Um, basically it's, it's, it, I think it takes place sometime in the past. Um, Bruce Banner calls up the suicide hotline, um, talking to this chick named Veronica, um, who I guess knows Betty. So there's a Betty and Veronica thing going on. Okay. Ah, okay. 
But uh, he's basically talking, you know, he's bummed out. You know, he's not with Betty anymore. And he's talking about how all the times he tried to commit suicide and all this shit. And um, then for some reason, Mr. Hyde shows up. For some reason, this chick, Veronica, is going out with Mr. Hyde. And um, he shows up and like, hey, baby, what the fuck? Who are you talking to or whatever? And the Hulk comes to the rescue and they fight. And he beats the shit out of him. And, um, and then, yeah. Oh, for, um, for, uh, just for those that don't know, Mr. Hyde is the father of Quake from Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's in the comics, oh, so all that is canonical. So, all right. Okay. Um, so, and then, of course, Deadpool shows up at the end. So I oh, forgot to, I, I forgot to mention that. So he's on, he's on the suicide hotline. He's saying, hey, yeah, I've tried to kill, kill myself a bunch of times, but I can't because I'm the Hulk. Um, but I got this guy. Tell, he's going he's gonna to kill me if I give him the signal. You know, this assassin's going to shoot me in the head as long as I give him the signal. And then at the end of the book, he decides, no, I don't kill my – don't – he gives the signal not to kill him. And then it turns out it was Deadpool who was like – had had Bruce Banner in his sights the whole time. I was like waiting to, waiting for the signal to shoot. You know? Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. Kind of a bummer. I mean there's a thing about suicide in the, in the, in the back of the book, you know, um, touching on that whole mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. I, I felt like the book kind of made light of it. You know, I don't know. And a suicide's a touchy subject for me. I've had family and friends, you know, pass away from that. So right. it's, it's the, the book just kind of bummed me out. So you basically know? you're saying <laughs> that they didn't handle this as delicate as they should have. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, wow, this is. And it's just like, yeah, this is a this Bruce Banner. Yeah. Puny fucking Banner. Jeez. Hulk, where the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how i felt about it you know <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn, okay so uh so yeah it, it, I, I give it a three out of five I, I mean i'm sure that's the essence of peter david's run is it know, was really about mental health like he really explored <laughs> yeah yeah like health. yeah let's yeah fucking let's yeah Hulk, you know Turn yeah, Bruce Banner just whining and crying and shit. Did you have, <laughs> well, you didn't read the book, but it was one book because you know you had Grey Hulk and he had Green Hulk, so they both got locked outside of their cages and they started fighting inside of Banner's head. But like half of him was gray and half of him was green, like in the in the real world, and they was just beating the shit out of Banner. <laughs> it was a weird fucking book. Man. <laughs> You know, yeah, and that's that's you know, and that's the saying. Like I love, like as a kid, I was always I loved the Hulk as a kid because every issue was just him fighting a monster, or him fighting somebody. Yeah, you know, just that that whole Frankenstein Godzilla element that I love. That's what I liked about it. And then I guess I I by the time they got all serious, I just didn't yeah, care. Like you said, but Mister Hyde, Mister Hyde showed up in Peter Davis' run also, but they didn't even fight. They mm-hmm. sit there and talked about how they're both dark and evil sides of each other and how they had these dual personalities because, you know, he's Jekyll and Hyde and Hulk and stuff like that. So they just sat there and had a conversation. Yeah. And, and, you know, so, yeah. and I, I guess that's interesting, but I guess I was getting that mental health fix from the Max comics. Remember Images of the Max? Yeah. Yeah. I got I got maybe. Well, he yeah. used to draw those, those some of those Hulk books also in Peter David Run. Uh, yeah, that dude. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Keith. I might be fucking thinking. Yeah, that Sam, might. So. That, yeah, something. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, but this is this is. Yeah, I'll give it a three out of five. It would okay. just bum me out. I'm, I'm sure it's really in, you know people might be interested in that shit and and I will give it like there's some elements of this shit showing up in Immortal Hulk which I'm really liking and um, but there's that balance though 
I don't, I, you know, this, this was just a bummer. You know what I mean? Until the fight at the end, you know, which kind of comes out of nowhere, you know, but, um, yeah, I just thought it was, I, I, I thought it was sad. I was kind of sad. <laughs> okay. Well, that's best work, but I, I still put Peter David's Hulk run against anybody. He's no. coming to a con here this summer. Oh, cool. Uh, Peter David. I'm going to try and go and get my, what is it, Hulk 27? Which one is it? The one with Wolverine. I got that cover with Wolverine. With He's got the Hulk's reflection in his claws. Yeah. That one. Yeah. I got that. I still got that shit. You know, I'm gonna from the, when I was a kid. I'm going to grab my book. If I come up there, I'm going to grab the one where he throws Rick Jones a bat bachelor party. <laughs> his Hulk run was weird. <laughs> <laughs> But that was in the beginning, you know, that's when McFarlane was still drawing for him and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he just, you know, he started going like, I stopped reading right around the Vegas days, the whole Joe fixed it shit. That's yeah. kind of where I stopped. I stopped right around there. I'm like, I don't fuck. The Hulk is a gangster. <laughs> like with the guns and shit at the time, like what the? It was man? awesome, man. I don't care. It was awesome. I don't care. We we gonna have, we gonna just have to disagree with that. Just, we put that in the band box. <laughs> I, I I will admit I started. I you know I will admit I started smoking weed. Yeah. And I I was buying. I, I didn't have enough money for comics as like I used to, so I was spending my money on other shit. That might have been a factor on why I stopped reading some of my comic books. <laughs> Oh man, I'm, I'm telling you, that whole run used to come out. I used to love that book, man. Every book, it was something weird like that, or he would shrink to like six inches, and he would be stuck in Abomination's ear, and he would beat him by saying that he's God. And he would tell him to do certain stuff, and it was man, so much weird stuff going on in that book, man. Loved it. So, oh, uh, it kind of reminds me of Alan Moore Swamp thing I'm reading right now, but I'll get into that like next week or week after that or something like that. Oh, am I next? Yeah, you are. Let me quit talking about Hulk. Okay. Uh, next book I got is what's the next book after that bullshit War of the Realms? I guess we can talk about oh, deceased. Let me talk. I about thought deceased. you worked out Savage Avengers, man. You're oh, still on Marvel. Damn. Oh, okay. You, you got it on the banner, man. Okay, man. Let's talk about Savage Avengers. <laughs> you got <laughs> you got Dark Phoenix and Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one. Okay. Let's let's talk about Savage Avengers. Okay. So Savage Avengers uh basically starts off with it started about this Nazi that was uh you know fighting in World War Two. You know, but he got stuck in World War Two, and he found what, what's the guy's name? Gallicon. That that wizard. Yeah. Coop, cu- cu- something goth or something. Yeah. Colin. Colin. Is Colin. He like a <laughs> Colin <Colin-y>. goth. <laughs> we should have notes in front of us, but we don't. Is he like no, a Conan it's, it's villain? Cool, or he just some cool asshole and, just popped up. I don't know. Gang. What? Colin <laughs> goth. Colin goth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. His name. Okay, I thought he was a dude. That's why I was asking you. I like. I, you know this guy? Okay. Whatever. He's so, from the Savage. I don't know. I, okay. I'm not familiar with his. You know, he might Some be asshole. a Conan. That's all yeah. we know. Some asshole is fucking up shit in the Savage Land. The book starts off with him slicing. Uh, you know, Doctor. What's his name? Doctor Drum. Doctor Blood. Doctor Voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna get around to it eventually. He sliced Doctor Voodoo's throat. Voodoo's bleeding out. Wolverines fighting a whole bunch of this and shit like that. And they're just chopping his ass up. Swords, arrows, everything like that. He like that's all you got, bub. You know, still killing ninjas and shit like that. And as he kills all these ninjas, he's looking. He's trying to bring you know Doctor Voodoo back. And Voodoo, he was like, oh damn. So this is some cool shit he did. I've never seen Wolverine do this shit before. So apparently he sliced his, his own hand open. You know, he took his adamantium blade, made an incision across Dr. Voodoo's heart, 
and stuck his hand on his heart to try to make his blood mix into his heart to try to you know heal him. Yeah, tr- blood transfusion with his transfusion. I'm like healing his healing factor blood transfusion. Right. So I'm like, okay, I've never seen that happen before. You know, why he's doing this the whole time, he's still fighting off ninjas with the other hand while he's using the other hand <laughs> to try to you know to heal Doctor yeah. Voodoo. Blocking like, arrows and shit. I'm like, that's fucking cool, man. I've never seen like all the years we've seen Wolverine do shit, I've never seen him do no shit like that, you know. Yeah. Well um, he says I, I I like that line. I've never I, I I've <laughs> He says, I've held hearts in my hand before, but right. this is the first time I'm trying to get one to beat again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool that was a cool line. I like that yeah. one. Uh then we cut to Conan. And here's the cool thing like about Conan. Remember when like he got his face slashed by Wolverine in the last book? Yeah. He still has those those slash marks on his face. I like, okay, that shit's cool. Leave that shit. That shit is cool. It adds character to, to Conan. So Conan finds that collar goth gaff dude, whatever. He finds him. Steals his amulet. You know, and then disappears. Uh, also, he threw like a Venom symbiote at him. Venom's like everywhere. Yeah. And so he throws. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be on the team, isn't he? Supposed to be on the team, but like Eddie Brock's nowhere. But Venom got thrown into the guy, and he's just around or some shit like that. So yeah. Yeah, he had like he had like a like a symbiote in a jar or something. Yeah, or in one of there. his magic jars. And, and that, shit. that's how Conan gets away because he throws the symbiote at the dude's face, steals his amulet, and then sneaks out. You know, yeah. Oh, so and the, then, the symbiote attacks the wizard and shit. Yeah. So the last part of the book is the Punisher. I don't know if he's transported to the Savage Land or he's still where he's at. Anyway, he's attacked by ninjas also because I don't understand what the fuck happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I at least know what happened here. So he got attacked by ninjas. The ninjas knocked his ass out. They look at it and you see on the back it says, "A uh, face front towards enemy," meaning yeah. you know it's a, it's a claymore. So Claymore goes off, but even though I know that's how Claymore's work, I, I still think he should still got a fuck, got fucked up anyway. Now, did he die? Did he get like? So he blew himself up with the ninja. No, 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 no. He didn't blow himself up because you know it's a Claymore. Claymore's only explode one way. Oh, he didn't. So he didn't get fucked up. No. Okay, but then he like. I don't know. Okay, yeah, the, fuck the it. ninjas got fucked up. He was fine. I get- I thought he got blown up too, and then he ended up in some, and he's like, "Where's my?" And he's still alive in another realm or something. No, because I, I know that from playing Call of Duty. When you lay down a claymore, it's only going to face one way. So as long as you stay on the other side, you're fine. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure that's not how it works in real life. But in video yeah, but this is on his back. This on his back, and he exploded. Right. <laughs> so you think exploded. it would be some kind of fuck up, no, but it looks like piss his pants or something. <laughs> something, you know. But it's a claymore. It it only explodes one way. Kill some ninjas. Whatever. He's pissed. Where's his family? The book ends. Still a pretty, still a pretty cool story, you know. You know, sure. Wolverine, yeah, the, the panel with Wolverine's got uh, arrows and knives and shit sticking that's, out of him. That's he, dope. Yeah. Yeah, I was, and he's like, "Come on, that's all you got." You know, that was some cool. So just some yeah. cool scenery imagery. You know, I'm gonna give the book a four. I'm gonna give it a four because I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying this run. Yeah, oh, it's and, fine. And, it's, and it's, the it's... next issue on the cover, you see Conan. With his sword, with venom growing out of it. Yeah, the symbiote coming on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, this is just junk food. This is, you know, Doritos. Yeah. yeah. That's what <laughs> you want sometimes. You know? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's not very filling. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, you know, it's not, you know, not very satisfying, but it, it just tastes good going Look, down. You give me a book of Wolverine <laughs> killing ninjas, you're getting the pass of score. That pa- and that, like Diodato's art is dope, man. I mean, right. that's basically what's selling this book. I mean, yeah, that panel of Wolverine with all the arrows and the sword stuck in them. Yeah. I mean, I got a print by Jai Lee 
Jay Lee or whatever yeah. sign, or it's that that one where yeah, it's it's Wolverine standing with a bunch of swords and shit inside him and shit. Yeah, but the image know? looked way cooler in this book. I yeah, and I wish yeah, I wish those other panels on the bottom weren't covering it up. I was just I just want that picture. That should have been a splash yeah. page. That should have been that should have been the cover. Yeah. Yeah, that would have that would have sold that book more. Yeah. Yeah, that's just dope. So yeah. It's fine. Okay. Uh, All right. I guess you're next. So. All right. Uh, you said you read Deceased, right? I did. Okay. You can well, do then it. I'll you do, can do it. It's cool. Oh, man, I want to take your books because I got other books to talk about. <laughs> okay. I, got, I like Batman Ninja Turtles. All right. Let's go. Batman Ninja Turtles 3, number 2. So, basically, Krang has been fucking with the fucking multiverse and he's been blending universes together. And the turtles are after him trying to stop this. So this number two is basically um, Raphael and the original Ninja Turtles are have invaded this new universe that has blended the DC and the Ninja Turtles universe together. So this is a universe where Batman, when his parents were killed, he was he was found by Splinter oh, okay. as a boy, and he was raised with the turtles. As his, as his brothers by Splinter. So it's basically the Ninja Turtles and Batman uh, living in the sewers. Okay. Fighting crime and shit. Um, but then Raphael, he's the only one who made it through. He was fighting. Him and the Turtles were fighting Krang because he's been fucking with the universes and shit. And he was the only one to make make it through. So he's basically this. This is just exposition. He's telling the the the, the, the turtles of this universe, yeah, you know, we got to go stop this motherfucker. And, and that's a, basically all that happens. It's fun. It's really cool. Um, the art is dope, and it's got um, guest artists. Well, not guests. I mean, he created the shit, but it's got the 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 real the quote unquote real Raphael is in black and white, and it's it's fucking Eastman Kevin Eastman drawing him. So it's got a blending of the fucking two artists. So whenever you see like the real Raphael, he's in black and white, which is basically, you know, a throwback to the old Eastman and Laird books when they were in their first book. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just dope. I love this shit. I've all I've loved all these Batman Ninja Turtle uh, story arcs. The new. Have you seen the new movie yet? I haven't seen it. I'm kind of waiting for it to drop on the DC app. Hopefully yeah, I get it, it. But if not, cool. I'll probably just go out and just get it. So It's cool. It's dope. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, this is a four out of five. This is fun. Oh, and I guess I made a mistake last time. Last week, I thought that was uh, uh, Krang was inside Bane's body. Mm-hmm. You know, it turns out that's the anti-monitor. Oh, okay. They're going, they're going all out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that makes a lot more sense. Crisis in a half shell. So that makes a lot more <laughs> Did sense. You I thought that up, or is that <laughs> no? That's the name of the story. <laughs> okay. Crisis in Half Shell. You know, I thought it was Bane, but no, it was the Anti Monitor. So, you know. Okay, you just can't just throw the Anti Monitor because the Anti Monitor like exists outside of the multiverse. So wherever he goes, it's always him. What? Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Who cares? Okay. Uh, can I talk about deceased now? Let's do it. Okay, you might have to help me out because I kind of forgot everything that happened in this book. Okay. Not everything, but most part. Okay, the book starts off with uh, Aquaman getting attacked by zombies. Uh, let me just go through the interesting shit that happened. Okay, so basically, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and Green Lantern are having a campfire. Like in the Jason movie or some shit like that. Uh, Green Lantern leaves. He leaves Black, Pan- Black Canary 
Did I say it right? Black Canary? Yeah. Black Canary, Green Arrow, they're sitting there having a good time. He goes to the tent, goes to sleep. He turns to a zombie because he gets on the phone because that's how the anti-life equation turns into zombies. So he freaks out, turns to a zombie. He's about to kill Green Arrow. But before he can kill Green Arrow, Black Canary, you know, does her screeching shit and kills him. You know, mm -hmm. so Superman was about to, uh, you know, you know, get his family out of there. But he wait, I, I hear a scream. I got to go. So he flies over there. See what's going on. Since Hal Jordan is dead, his ring flies off his finger and goes to Black Canary because it says that she has no fear. She's worthy of being the Green Lantern. So she shows up. Superman says, OK, you're the Green Lantern. OK, come with me. So he flies back. When he finally gets back, Damien is on the phone with Batman and he's like, and Batman is basically, Batman puts on the Mr. Freeze suit to kind of slow down the infection that he's getting infected with because that's what Mr. Freeze did in the movie with the McGregor syndrome or whatever. So Batman is telling him, I only got a few minutes left before I get infected. You need to do everything you need to do to get out there. Damien, I left something for you. When next time you come to the Batcave, this is going to be the last time we talk. Goodbye. You know, he's like, father, father, dad. You know, he's still on the phone. And then that's when Batman, you know, breaks the Mr. Freeze glass. And the infection is just finally takes him over. And the first thing he does is run directly towards Alfred, you know, ready to kill Alfred. Alfred got his big ass shotgun. He still hears Damien in the background. Dad, dad. He like cut the transmission. I don't want to hear Damien to hear what's about to happen next. And he puts the shotgun while da uh, Batman's rushing at him. He like, goodbye, my son. Bam. In the story. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck. Okay. Because I didn't know if this was the Elseworlds story or not. Because like I said, it's the same guy that did Injustice. But it's obviously an Elseworlds story. You got just league members can killed off left and right. So, uh, yeah, let this guy loose. Let this this writer leave him in Elseworlds stories and let him just run fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to see because I'm I'm thinking this book is <clears throat> going to get even wilder than what we're seeing now. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and that's all it is. It's fun. It's not not tied into anything. It's just him just doing whatever. No, I only have one gripe. I again, I'm a horror guy. Mm -hmm. I want him to push it. Like, you know, I, it, show, I it shows. It shows. I think I sh will. it show. What well, doesn't show any any like kill scenes, man. I like, got you. I, got I you. fucking like Harley going and visiting Zombie Joker. You know, oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hey, Puddin, I'm here. Your life is over, and then that's it. And then just cut. She's got her bait. Her. She's got her bat, and that's it. I was like, oh, I would have loved to have seen, you know, Harley run up on the Joker and baseball I bat his fucking head. The next issue. I, I <laughs> You know, I think the second of next year, I think we're going to get. I, now, like I said, I don't think there's going to be any kind of like Savage Avengers where, and I, maybe it should be like that with people getting like ripped apart and it's stuff like PG that. Yeah, it's PG 13. Yeah, they're not going to go full out. This is a PG 13 zombie movie. So. Um, um, yeah, I'm used to reading The Walking Dead where they're, they'll, no, they'll go there. They'll show fucking baseball brains and fucking heads <laughs> exploding and shit. And that's why I was kind of, you know, I, that's, oh man, that would be dope. If, yeah, if we see. Harley, you know, the bear Jew on fucking Joker. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it just cuts. It just says our life is over and that's it, you know. Yeah. And same thing with at the end when it, you know. Like we didn't know, even I, see I, what I, Batman I, did with the Robins. Like did, yeah, he kill, I, did he kill Nightwing or what? Yeah. And what, and what did that bullet do to Batman? Did it kill Batman? Is Batman dead? Or what did it do? It just says bang and that's it. So you just want to see Batman's brains all over the ground? Got, wouldn't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> you know, so. 
and then yeah, then they can Scott Snyder the shit. One of his clones takes up because it doesn't. Does that exist here? Yeah, of, but I think it's gonna be like once every generation, or he just do it anytime he feels like it. I don't yeah, know. just download. Hey, yeah, grow one of the bat clones and bring him back. Bring his ass back. You know, that's but, issue three, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh, so, yeah, I'm. I'm honest, Eli. I'm gonna give it four point five out of five. I know you wanted blood, guts, brains all over the ground, yeah. stuff like that. But I'm just loving it that they're letting this guy loose. It's a it's there's a lot of cool ideas. I'm digging the story. I'm yeah. digging the story. It's just, I, yeah. I wasn't sold on the first issue. This issue sold me when it killed Batman. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, that, yeah. A lot of cool shit. All right. Well, since we're still speaking, since we're on zombies, I will go with big news in the comic world for, you know, those who re- do read The Walking Dead. Um, now this got spoiled for me, you know, okay. uh, so fuck it. I can't really spoil it because it got spoiled already. <laughs> you know, Rick, Rick Grimes is dead. Oh, huge news. Oh, wow. Big deal. It's huge. But like I said, it got spoiled for me. I mean, it got like, they were leaking this shit. Like even before the comic came out, people were talking about like leaking the cover and all this shit. Right. You know, so um, now the la- I've been reading The Walking Dead, you know, so the la- in the last issue, he got shot, you know, mm-hmm. but they kind of they kind of left it open ended. Like maybe he's not dead because, you know, it's Rick Grimes. He's the star of the book. He survived a lot of shit thus far. You know what I mean? Right. So they kind of made, you know, left it like maybe he's still alive. But no, this issue, bam, he's he's dead. Carl walks in on him and he's a zombie and Carl has to shoot him. Wow. Carl, Carl is the son. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, and so this issue is basically a tribute to Rick, you know, and I've been following the walking dead, you know, I still read the comics and I've been actually digging on this whole new world order story arc that's been going on with the Commonwealth, you know, introducing this town that's almost like a military state, you know, and it, it protects like the privileged one, 1%. And there's been like the civil war brewing. And Rick and Michonne and his whole crew, they're caught in the center of it. And they're trying to maintain peace and all that. So there's this, it makes, this storyline has been making a lot of, you know, parallels to real world issues such as classism and the complacency of the populace who will just, you know, sort of stand idly by as corruption takes hold of the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when this happened, it kind of was like, what the hell? You know, why are you killing the main character off right now? You know, and to tell you the truth, I didn't really feel anything. I don't know why. It's really weird. And maybe because it was spoiled because everyone said it was going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't feel anything. I mean, I remember when they killed off like Glenn and Andrea and Lori and Tyrese. I mean, I, I was moved. But I guess you're saying they weren't spoiled, so. Yeah, but I didn't really feel anything. I mean, I felt more shocked when Rick killed Dwight a few issues back. I was like, damn, that that came out of nowhere. And I was like, whoa, that's some fucked up shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But this, I mean, I, I I will admit I was shocked, you know, you know, that Carl had to put him down and all that. But I was just still kind of confused. Like, where do you kind of go from here? I mean, you know, Rick was the main character. Like, I guess they've they've always teased that Carl is the future Mm-hmm. of this story but i don't know we'll see um I, I guess i kind of felt indifferent or maybe it hasn't hit me yet i don't know um so i give it a 
I'll give it a 3.8 out of 5. You know, not quite 4, not quite a 3. Um, right, I mean, there's the some... The main character only gets a 3.8? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like I, and like I said, I mean, it's, it's beautifully written. There's a cool, his funeral scene. You know, it's very well done. It shows all the characters reacting and all that. I just, you know, it was just weird. I didn't feel anything. It didn't move me like I thought it would, mm-hmm. you know? So kind of weird. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's The Walking Dead, number 192, The Death of Rick Grimes. Rest in peace, Rick Grimes. For 200. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right, it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just And it's just like this story arc was... I guess when I think about it, I mean, they were sort of hyping up Rick because he kind of he kind of made the piece. That, I mean, shit was starting to brew, right? Mm-hmm. And Rick kind of made this like sort of speech that sort of, you know, uh, calm tensions and shit. Mm-hmm. And they were just saying like issue or two, like was the last issue. It was last issue. Like, Rick, you've always been a leader. You've always known what to do. And people follow you. You've always maintained the peace. And you've always, like, balanced these two worlds, you know, the old and the new of, you know. So it was like a celebration of his life, the last the last issue. And so when you got shot, it was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? You know, and there, I, I must say there was a moment in this comic that I thought was pretty well done where Carl confronts the kid who shot his dad, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, yo, man. You killed my dad. You're a fucking piece of shit. I, I really want to fucking kill you. But my dad fought for a better world, a, wor- a more civilized world. And for that reason, I'm not. I'm going to leave you alive. And I'm going to sit here and watch you rot in jail for the rest of your life. Because that's what my dad would have wanted. So that was a great moment, you know. Okay. So, yeah. But th- as far as, the, you know, the rest, I was like, ugh. I thought I, thought I would be a little bit more... I, th- I would feel a little more about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess I just felt confused more. Like, well, they just killed Rick. Why? <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's that. Uh, shoot, any more books we got? Or... Are you done? Yeah, I only read three. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do this Thumbs. Okay, cool. Thumbs uh, by Image. Sean Lewis and Hayden Sherman. So... Uh, this is just a weird sci-fi futuristic tale where kids are being raised by technology. Um, and it's this, uh, and the way the story unfolds is really cool. You don't really know what's happening when you first start reading it. You know, this kid is being rushed to an emergency room by his friend and they go through all this futuristic, you know, VR scans. And then it flashes back to a few years prior where, um, this billionaire, is giving away free tech and gaming equipment and software to poor underprivileged kids, you know, and those who excel at these games, they kind of get a scholarship to this prestigious school. Only it turns out that these kids are being trained for this billionaire's army and they're trying to take over the world. Oh, wow. You know? okay. So it's kind of like Cobra <laughs> from well, G.I. Joe. It's kind of like the X-Men, but it's like realistically. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Training these kids through gaming simulation, you know, in hopes of, world domination you know what i'm saying so pretty cool concept uh my kid was actually checking it out he, he was actually thinking it was kind of cool um but yeah it, the, the book it makes this commentary it is, on it's kind of a power fantasy yeah yeah and it has this whole commentary on like 
technology and kids being raised by technology and even uh, being addicted to technology and how that can be exploited. So um, it kind of reminded me of uh, Ready Player One. How these video games are like raising trains, child soldiers like Call of Duty and all these war games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of reminds us to violence, you know. Yeah. I mean, it raises all those issues. And it kind of reminded me of like Ready Player One meets The Last Starfighter. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and the art was really cool. It kind of the art style was kind of like uh, Deadly Class. Kind of reminded me of the Deadly Class comic, which right. I'm really digging. So uh, yeah, this is a four out of five. I, I really dug this shit. So. Cool thumbs. First issue, right? Thumbs. Yeah, thumbs number That's pretty one. Pretty interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah so a um, Black Mirror episode, have you? It sounds like a Black Mirror episode. It'll probably happen sooner or later. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, shoot. That's, that's all we got? That's all I got. Cool. All I got. All right. So, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, we have our other podcast. We have Geek Sav, a sister podcast. They're going to you know stuff on there. Uh, Comic Cast, and like I said, has invited us over. Come out to play. <laughs> right. They have challenged us to a loser goes home match. So, like I said, we're going to start this promo very oh, soon. I listened to their last their, their episode. Uh-huh. They said we're gonna we gotta do some Tennessee toga party or some shit. They were saying. I must miss that. I'll... Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah, backyard brawl or something. I don't know. Hey, yeah, let's just do an old fashioned TLC match. Bring the steel chairs. I'm ready. And it's happening in Tennessee, so um, I just hope we don't get pulled over on the way. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they got a bit of no, 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 no. They invited us over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't call the cops on us, y'all. <laughs> I better bring all my IDs before they deport my Right. <laughs> Bringing my driver's license, my social security card, my birth certificate. Right. <laughs> yeah, make sure my windows are tinted before I go. No, that definitely put me over there. <laughs> uh, what other podcasts? Oh, we got uh, Hoodoo TV. We have uh, This Geeks and Comics. We have Get Valiant still going strong. Uh, Talking Vols is right around the corner. They're going to knock us back down to number two. Uh, <laughs> that's another one. That's another one. Pop. This Geekin update. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's a new one. That's a new one. This Geekin update. Shout out to uh, William Pace. Uh, he doesn't know it yet, but he's starting a podcast also. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to tell him this what you're doing. You're podcasting. But anyway, uh, next week we'll come with some weirder stuff. We don't know what's going to happen. It's a long. Oh, damn. Eli, I don't know what we're going to do next week. Yeah, man. We'll talk. We'll figure it out. I'm mm-hmm. going on vacation, but I might not take a vacation. We'll see what happens. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger My mother's always stressing I ain't living right But I ain't going out without a fight See every time my eyes close I start sweating and blood starts coming out my nose It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own a black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill B But fuck that shit There's a nigga trying to kill me 
I'm pumping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps Taking my telephone for text I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on ya I make big money, I drive big cars, everybody know me It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't right I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights Is it that move that I ran off the block? Or is it that nigga last week that I shot? Or is it the one I beat for $5,000? Thought he had cane, but it was gold, met a flower Reached under my seat, grab a papa for the suckers Ain't no use in the line, I was scared than a motherfucker Put the left in the Popeyes and bell die quick If it's going down, let's get this shit over with It ain't come, just like I figured I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger When I saw make your ass start giggling Three black crippling crazy senior citizens I live by the swamp I take my boys everywhere I go Because I'm paranoid I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners My mind is playing tricks on me Day by day it's more impossible to cope I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous Every Sunday morning I'm in service Praying for forgiveness And trying to find an exit out the business I know the Lord is looking at me But yet and still it's hard for me to feel happy I often drift when I drive Having fatal thoughts of suicide Bang and get it over with And then I'm worry-free, but that's bullshit I got a little boy to look after And if I die, then my child will be a bastard I had a woman down with me But to me, it seems like she was down to get me She helped me out in this shit But to me, she was just another bitch Now she's back with her mother Now I'm realizing that I love her Now I'm feeling lonely My mind is playing tricks on me Fell on a weekend Me and Ghetto was a trick-or-treating Robbing little kids for bags Till an old man got behind our ass So we speeded up the pace Took a look back And he was right before our face He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth He was going down, we figured But this wasn't no ordinary nigga He stood about six or seven feet Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep So we triple teamed on him, dropping them motherfucking bees on him. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared, and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the streets. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. God damn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. 